0: So I am just right now coming before you to remind you that the word that God has given us this year is that I have so much planned for you. It is greater than the ability of your strength. It is beyond your grasp and knowledge. You need something supernatural from me, saith the Lord, in order to go into all that I have got for you this year. Praise God. This is going to be a year of the supernatural. It is going to be a year of greater than. Let me tell you, you're going to be able to put greater in front of everything this year. As you close out this year, you'll say, my finances was greater. My health was greater. My relationships were greater. My children were greater. My future is greater everything is greater because the Lord says I want to do in and through my church this year uh, an exploit of heaven on earth, an exploit of heaven on earth. But he's telling us that we are not capable to walk in this word in our own strength and wisdom, that we are not able to be that you might would say tree of righteousness, which is a planting of God for the display of His splendor. We've got to let God do the planting. We've got to let God invest in us. We've got to let God flow through us. I said last week that we, He wants us to be like a wind instrument that His Spirit will blow through us. He needs us to to get it manifested here on earth, but He wants your participation, so would you make yourself available. And then we, we hear as we enter into this year that we need to welcome the Holy Spirit. And I had some people tell me, so well, I love the Holy Spirit. I love Father God and the Son Jesus, and I love the Holy Spirit. Yes, but there is there an area in your life Maybe, just think, is there an area in your life where maybe you were leaning on the arm of the flesh, where maybe you were leaning on your own understanding? You didn't realize it, but you had not welcomed the Holy Spirit into that area. And God is saying, I want to flow through all of you. I wanna, I wanna do a work in every area of your life this year. Hallelujah. So we're welcoming the Holy Spirit here at Christian Embassy. We're welcoming Him in every department, in every ministry. We're welcoming Him in every aspect of our lives. And we're encouraging you and as an individual to do the same thing. For a fresh anointing of God. And a fresh anointing by God for, we, for us to go forward to fulfill His purpose and His plan here on earth. Amen. So are you with me? We're going to welcome the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, He's holy. Hallelujah. He's God. You don't need to be afraid of God. God, His Spirit is the breath that has given you life. And you and I need to yield to Him like never before. Amen. Amen. So we're as we welcome the Holy Spirit, we're going to be looking this morning... And uh, some results of the anointing. God gives us through the scripture. He shows when he would uh, uh, anoint someone and they would receive that anointing of his spirit. That uh, there, there was a definite change. There was a partnership of heaven on earth. And I don't want you to go through a full week in 2018 where you have not had this partnership refreshed and renewed To where you are walking in the supernatural every day and every week of this year. Let us just turn our attention to 2 Corinthians chapter 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and we're going to look together as the Apostle Paul is writing under the anointing of the Spirit of God. Father, we just pray as we study your word that you now, Holy Spirit, would anoint our minds. Our minds that we might understand our eyes that we might see, our ears that we might hear, and Lord God, our hearts that we might be able to embrace the depth and the truth and the knowledge and the and, and Your presence, Lord God, that is here even now as we study Your Word together, preparing us, Lord God, and launching us into this year to walk in the fullness of Your favor. For it is in Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said... Come on, you can do better than that. And everyone said amen. Hallelujah. We thought out. We can say amen a little louder than that. Here in the scripture, it says for all the promises. How many of them? All of the promises of God are in him. That's Jesus Christ. In him are yes. Yes. Say yes. Yes. And in him, amen, which means it is established. It It is set in concrete. So as far as God is concerned, through His Son, Jesus Christ, He has already established it, that all of the promises, and there's over 7,000 of them in the Scripture, all of them are already yes and amen, and, and they are for a reason, and He tells us, so that there may be glory that is given to God. That when the promises of God are fulfilled through your life, that through your life, it brings glory to God. That's why he says to the glory of God through us. How many of you right now will say, I volunteer, Lord, you can you can flow your glory. You can flow your anointing. You can flow your blessing. You can flow your healing. You can flow your love. You can flow. Just raise your hand and say, Lord, I'm willing. You can take it and flow through me. Hallelujah. I want to participate in the supernatural manifest of heaven on earth. It says, now he who establishes us, thank God we don't have to do this by ourselves. Hallelujah. Man, have I tried over the years and failed and failed and failed in trying to get it all right so that heaven on earth is, uh, you might would say, uh, uh, flowing through my life. And it's like I'm a bad electrician. Uh, trying to uh, wire a three-way switch. And I can flip the switch here and the light comes on. The electrician in the house laughed, okay. And then I go upstairs and flip it and it goes on. But then I come back downstairs and flip it and it won't come on. It won't come on. Yeah. yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. That's how it's been when I try to do it by myself. But the power of God is always available to us. So He is the one who establishes us... Uh, ...in Christ... ...and He anoints us... ...so He establishes us... ...He puts us here as an oak of righteousness... ...a planting God, of God for the display of His splendor... ...He's the one who puts us here... ...so you are in the, the historical chronological time of life... On a assignment from God, you are here, planted, put here by God. you're not an accident. I don't care what an adult told you when you were a child. you are not an accident. You are here on purpose. The devil tried to kill you, but don't cry over that too much. The devil tried to kill Jesus when he was a baby too, right? Come on, you're in good company with Jesus, right? So you're still alive and you're alive on purpose. And God has put you here. He has established you you here. But now He said, I need to anoint you. So He's anointing us and sealing us by giving us the Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. So we need to welcome the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit establishes us. The Holy Spirit anoints us and the Holy Spirit seals us until... Uh, We fulfill our purpose and plan here on this earth. So I want to encourage you to welcome the Holy Spirit in every area of your life. Welcome Him into your finances. Welcome Him into your health. Welcome Him into your relationships. Welcome Him into parenting if you're a parent. Welcome Him into being a child if you're still a child and you're having to deal with parents. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Okay, welcome the Holy Spirit there. Because let me tell you what, we are not perfect and the enemy would want to spotlight our imperfections to cause a destruction and, and try to tear up. He is about to kill, steal, and destroy, Jesus said. But there is one who has come to give us life. And life more abundant. Amen. And he said, I'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. I'll give you my spirit. My spirit will anoint you so that you don't have to live in the zone of killing, stealing and destruction. But you can live in the zone of the abundant life. Hallelujah. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Do you realize that right now, if you welcome the Holy Spirit in your life, that he will come to you right now and anoint you? He will anoint, if maybe there's an area of your life that has not had the smearing, the anointing, the empowering of God. If you'll open it up to Him right now, He'll come and anoint you. See, anointing is not just for special Christian leaders or speakers. The anointing of God is for everyone who will welcome the Holy Spirit. Amen. Did you know that the anointing of God gives you supernatural power over sin, temptation, and all evil? Did you know that the anointing of God gives you access to God in prayer and in worship unlike any other time? Did you know that the anointing of God enables you to proclaim God's message to other people and it will literally go in and change their lives? Did you know that the anointing of God through you brings heaven's miracles to uh, to here on earth? The power of heaven is waiting to manifest through you right now if you will welcome the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Now throughout the scripture, Old Testament and New Testament, we see that anointing has always been something very, very important to God. I believe it is because that God set up his own law, the, own, the, the way that he structured and the way that he set up things because of his wisdom, that's just how he wanted to do it. And one of the ways that he wanted to do it is that he needed a representative here on this earth. He wanted someone created in his image that he could work in and through to bring forth the manifest of his will on earth as it is in heaven. I do believe that's why Jesus taught us to pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, because we are to be the anointed ones under the anointing of Jesus so that we can bring or usher in a taste of heaven, a part of heaven until we all go to heaven. God wants heaven to come to us. Hallelujah. So it is important for the anointing. So you will get all the way back to the beginning, you'll see how important it was to God, how He anointed uh, men and women to do and to bring forth the manifest of His will here on this earth. The will of God may be being hindered in your life and in your family and in your business and in your place of employment or your school that you attend. There may be a lack or a limitation of the anointing of God Because you didn't realize that God needs you, that God wants to flow through you and that you've got to open yourself up to be full of God, not just full of God, but like a wind instrument that he blows through you so that it benefits the people and the the nature around you. So we welcome the Holy Spirit. So throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament God has anointed people. And He has given us a, a great detail. It's a study that could go on and on and on about when His anointing comes, what His anointing does, what His anointing changes and rearranges and uh, we're going to look here in psalms 89 and we're going to look at several things that god gives us specific insight to when the anointing comes seven results of the anointing and beginning at psalms 89 verse 20 he opens that part up by saying i have found my servant david you see that underlined servant before the anointing we see there's the surrender before the anointing, there's the surrender. God has given us a road map here of how we can walk in the anointing. That's why I say you can have the anointing of God in some areas of your life and not in other areas of your life. And uh, we've seen this before where people have functioned by the grace and the favor and the mercy and the a blessing of God in some areas of their life. And then when you see some of the other areas of their life, they're total scrambled. It's messed up. That is not God's plan. That is not God's will. The anointing of God can take, touch, and transform every area and dimension of your life if you welcome the Holy Spirit. So He needs us to surrender. He needs servants. It's how we get saved. He says in Romans 10 and 9 and 10, He says that if we will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord... So we surrender to Jesus' Lordship. We surrender all of our life. He's either Lord over all or He's not Lord at all. And then we confess Jesus is Lord and believe God has raised Him from the dead. You shall be saved. So even our uh, new birth... Us beginning a new life in Christ here on earth begins with surrender. And the same is true with the anointing. You've got to be surrendered. You've got to surrender your finances to the anointing of God. I believe that's why God gives us an opportunity to invest in a a godly kingdom. Uh, a godly economy, I mean. And uh, through tithes and offerings. Why else would he come up with that? A council didn't come up with it. A group of pastors didn't come up with it. Nonprofits didn't come up with it. It's it's God's plan. And it's so that, not for him, he doesn't need anything from us. But he does need us to participate with the way he set things up. So that he can anoint and take uh, that which is uh, small, like the little boy's lunch. And bless it and do supernatural things with it. He wants to do that with your money. You say, well, my, my salary is pretty small. Let me tell you what. When you offer it to God and say, God, I surrender. Welcome Holy Spirit into my finances. Let me tell you what. He can take it and then multitudes can be blessed and then there's still uh, money left over. Then you have 12 basketfuls left over at the end of the month just so He can prove to you that I am the God of the supernatural, I am the God of multiplication, I am the God of creation, I am the God who is with you, and I am the God that can do miracles through you if you will participate with my plan. It takes surrender. So he speaks to his servant, David. So it's David has a servant's heart. He is there, he wants to surrender his life to God. He wants to live for God. He wants to honor God. And he says, so it is him who I have anointed so my anointing could come on the surrendered life of David. Now, these specifics here are for David, but God has given them to us as we study the Scripture and find the whole passage of uh, of God's Word to be synced uh, and, 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 and connected with theme is that these come with the anointing of God to everyone who surrenders and receives the anointing of God. So we're going to look at some of these. He says, this is my servant David, whom I have anointed him with the holy oil. Verse 21, he says, "In whom, "...with whom my hand shall be established." So here we see that with God's anointing, you will be established. First and foremost, you will be established. Some of us need that word right now as we're going into this new year, especially as you walked in here on this slippery ice and you appreciate when your feet are established on dry ground, you're able to run, you're able to leap, you're able to jump. When you are walking on slippery surfaces, if you're doing like me, you're, you're doing the little shuffle in places. I got on a slick spot that was so slick that I i don't know if I was shuffling so fast trying to melt it or what. Or, but I think I was trying to keep my balance. And I said, if anybody got that on video, man, we could probably get uh, a thousand uh, likes on, on Facebook or 5,000 likes. That was hilarious. I saw myself uh, through my own eyes and I laughed. I was laughing at myself. Uh, I appreciate it when I get to a dry spot And when this stuff melts and it is going, I'm telling you, it is going to melt and it will go. We'll be able to run and leap and jump and dance again like we did before it came. So you will be established. And this Hebrew word means to be set up. That when the anointing of God comes into your life, he sets you up. He secures you. He prepares you. He arranges you. He causes you to stand firm. I can't help going back to Isaiah where he says that we are an oak of righteousness, uh, an establishment of God. That that Hebrew word, same one, it's the planting of God. You're established, you're you're set, you're rooted in. See, God wants you to succeed. God wants this to be the best year of your life so far. I can't say of all of your life because he wants to take it to the next level next year because he goes from glory to glory. There's only one direction with God and that's up. Hallelujah. So let me tell you what. Uh, He wants you to have one of the best years that you've ever experienced in 2018. He wants you to break records. He wants you to see things you've never seen. He wants to use you to reach people like he's never done before. He wants to bless you. He wants to prosper you. He wants to give you good health. Let me tell you what. There's a devil fighting all and everything he can against this. But if God be for us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. You will be established. Will you say, welcome, Holy Spirit. Come and establish me in this year. Give me a firm footing that I can run through this year bringing glory and honor to you. And then in verse 21, he goes on and he says, also because of my anointing, I will strengthen him. This anointing will strengthen you if you'll receive it. That means courage will be imputed in your life. There will be boldness, the boldness of God that will come to you. Strength and persistence and speed. There's, there's that power needed to keep going and weary not in well doing. For you will reap if you faint not. Come on now. There, there, isn't it encouraging to know that there is an outside source that wants to move on the inside of us, that will give us the strength to keep it going, when we know in our own strength we fall, we fail. He says, my young men shall even fail. They shall fall. They shall be weary. They shall not be able to run. But he says, they that wait upon the Lord are going to renew their strength. Hallelujah. When you wait on the Lord, when you lean and trust in Him, there's an anointing from God that will strengthen you. I don't know where your fight has brought you to this day. I don't know where the opposition of life has set you at on this particular Sunday... But I am here to encourage you with this Word of God. That there's an anointing of God that He wants to, to impart and impute in your life right now. There's an anointing of God that He wants to smear on you right now. There's an anointing that the Holy Spirit wants to bring in and through you that will bring divine, supernatural, God-ordained strength In your life, in your body. Anybody need a little extra pep for your step? Okay, there's a pep for your step that is available for the anointing of God. Instead of getting up in the morning and saying, oh me, you get up in the morning and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This word in the Hebrew strength there not only says courage and not only says boldness and not only says power, not only says strength. In its definition, it also says speed, speed. There's going to be some pep in your step. You've been dragging, maybe dragging your feet. Well, you're going to get a little pep in your step because let me tell you what, the, the power of God, the strength of God will also bring speed. That means some of those things that you thought is going to take five years, it's going to take me five years to get from here to there. It's going to take me seven years to get out of this debt. It's going to take me 10 years before I can ever turn a prophet. Let me tell you what. Don't you say that again. Don't you say that again. I want you to say, I am the anointed of God. When something like that comes up, you say, I am the anointing of God. God has anointed me and and, and with his anointing, he brings strength which is also speed. Hallelujah. That there's divine acceleration available to me where God's going to take the the water and turn it into the fruit of the vine in just a second's time. It don't have to go up into the heavens and come back into the fields and through the grapes and freshly squeezed at a wedding to give the best to the host there. It's going to happen just from pouring water into the, the jugs there. Let me tell you what. Acceleration, divine acceleration, God is going to bring this year somebody say wow that means I better make my plans bigger and better and higher than I did because it was going to take me 365 days to get through this and if I've got divine assistance that's bringing divine acceleration wow I better start thinking about year two and year three and bringing them in to this year as well he goes on in verse 22 and he says with this anointing he said the enemy will not be able to outwit you He will not be able to outwit you. When you do a study in the Hebrew on that, it literally means he won't be able to bury you in debt. He won't be tricking you and, and, and devising schemes to get you in bondage. He will not be able to outwit you, bury you in debt. I don't know about you, but I'm excited to know that the anointing of God, the heart of God, that the mind of God, that the plan of God is for me not to be suffering under a weight of debt. Hallelujah. But that He sees that debt as an opportunity for Him to come in and do a miracle. So don't come under condemnation because of your debt. Don't come under fear because of your debt. Don't come under this sense of I failed and I failed because of this debt. I'm telling you, you, may have made bad choices. Repent and come to God and, and share your heart of, of repentance unto Him. And say, Lord, I was tricked. The devil outwitted me. But Lord, I thank you that in this year I'm welcoming you, Holy Spirit, into my finances. And with your anointing that the Holy Spirit is bringing, you're going to help me supernaturally, cause me to rise, supernaturally cause me to come out from under this bondage. This is a year of debt cancellation. Do you hear what I'm saying? This is a year what you've been struggling against and struggling against. What you've been missing is the anointing. You need the anointing of God on your finances. And let me tell you, God will always cause you to operate in the black and not the red. He is a God of of more than enough he is El Shaddai he said my name is El Shaddai which literally means I'm the God of more than enough praise God so Satan is not going to be able to bond uh, keep you in bondage and keep you saddened and keep you limited anybody in here can give a big shout already as though your debts were cancelled by, yes, by faith hallelujah by faith hallelujah thank you Lord thank you Lord Praise God. And another uh, uh, pr- result of the anointing is he says Satan will not be able to beat you down. He says Satan will not be able to beat you down, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. He's not going to be able to afflict you. He's not going to be able to oppress you. He's not going to be able to depress you. How many of you in here, don't raise your hand, okay? Deal with depression. Okay, you don't have to raise your hand, but let me tell you what, that's a roller coaster, isn't it? And it's no fun for you, and it's no fun for the people around you. I can promise you that. It's, it's not even fun for God. So much so that God said, I'm going to include that in the anointing package. In the anointing package, I'm going to cause my anointing to come on you. And the enemy's not going to be able to depress you. The enemy's not going to be able to oppress you. The devil's not going to be able to keep you down. He may try and knock you down, but he's not going to be able to keep you down. He's not going to be able to afflict you. Hallelujah. He says that God is going to give us victory. So get ready. Get ready for victory. Some of you grew up in crazy. Okay, we don't need to raise our hand again. I, 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 some of us grew up in crazy. We don't need to raise our hand. And, uh, and the devil tries to tell us that crazy defines us. Let me tell you what. The devil is a liar. Everything he says is a lie. He is a liar, so why am I going to listen to him? Everything the devil meant for evil, my Bible says God's going to turn it for good. So what the devil meant to take me down, God's taking to lift me up. What the devil did to shut me up, the God's going to cause me to speak up. What the devil did to try and get me sad, God's going to turn it and it's going to turn and I'm going to be glad. Hallelujah. So you know what? I'm going God's way. Welcome, Holy Spirit. You come and bring your anointing in every area of my life. Praise His holy name. And then in verse 23, says, I will beat down His foes before His face and plague those who hate Him. Now that's a result of the anointing. God says, I roll up my sleeves and I get in the fight. I roll up my sleeves and I get in the fight. He's the big brother that when you're standing up against the bully, and the bully finally backs down, and you're like, wow, I never realized that that I had that kind of a a threatening presence. But really and truly, it's the big brother standing behind you that the bully saw. Let me tell you what, God is for you. He's not against you. God is not the one. something bad happens, don't say, "Oh God, why did you do this? Why are you against me, God? Why did you allow this, God? Don't turn on God. Turn on the devil. Fight the devil and let God join you in the fight against Him. If you turn on God and start fighting God, let me tell you what, He says, I want to be there to fight for you. But if you turn on Him, the very one that's there to help you is not allowed to help you because now you're turning against Him. Quit blaming God for the evil mess in this world. I'm telling you, Jesus said Satan comes but to kill, steal, and destroy. So God has not killed your family. He has not killed your loved one. He has not stolen from you. He has not destroyed your life. That's the devil. But the devil wants to twist it so we'll turn against God and keep God from fighting the devil for us. Come on, I say if God's gonna roll up his sleeves and he's gonna get in the fight, I'm gonna stand behind him and I'm gonna say, get him, get him God, get him, get him God. <laughs> you ever seen the little, the little feist dog? Anybody got a little feist dog? It's got a lot of bark, but not a whole lot of bite. But it'll get things going with the big dogs coming in and then the big dogs getting a fight and then it stands back and cheers them on. Okay. I want to be somewhat like that. I don't want to see myself as a chihuahua, but nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, we want to say, God, thank you that you're willing to come and defeat our enemy. Let me tell you what, God will defeat cancer. God will defeat heart disease. God will defeat diabetes. God will defeat coronary problems. God will defeat every disease. Every I mean, The first thing Jesus did when He came up on the sick is He rebuked the spirit of infirmity. He rebuked the spirit of infirmity. He knew that was from the devil. He knew the devil was trying to make them sick. He was trying to keep them blind. Let me tell you what. I need God on my side. God rebuking the enemy in my stead as well. Hallelujah. How do I have that? When I welcome the Holy Spirit and say, anoint me God. Anoint my health. Come on, just say God, anoint my health. From the top of my head, Lord, to the soles of my feet, even through the fingertips that I have. Anoint me, Lord God. Smear your power and your glory and your presence and your your supernatural on me, Lord God. That this body might be healed. That this body might be made strong. That this body might live its full life to fulfill the purpose and destiny of that which you've called me to do do you welcome the holy spirit to anoint you in your health in your body every cell every organ every system every every skeletal structure that you have in jesus name amen amen And then he goes on and he says in verse 24, but my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him and in my name his horn shall be exalted. He is saying with this anointing, I give you authority. With this anointing, I'll give you authority. Isn't that what Jesus said? He said, I give you the keys to the kingdom representing your authority. I give you authority over all the power of the enemy that by no means shall he harm you. Isn't that what Jesus said to us? The anointed one said that to us, that if we will surrender and receive the fullness of the Spirit of God and the anointing of God, even in our areas where we need to exercise authority, that the anointing of God will give us that authority. That we have authority, a kingly authority. But my faithfulness and my mercy, He says, He says, shall be with Him. And, by, and in my name His horn shall be exalted. So our authority doesn't come from us. It comes from Christ. And that Jesus is the one gave us the authority. That's why we have to exercise our authority in the name of Jesus. The name that is above every name. That at that name every knee has to bow, right? In heaven, on earth, and under the earth. And every tongue, what? Proclaim that He is Lord. Let me tell you what. He's given us authority in His name. We have the right to use His name to exercise His authority in and on and through our lives. And let me tell you what, the enemy has to respect it. He does. And he only respects it if you have faith to believe that what you're doing is real. If it's just parroted words, the devil will say, ah, they don't believe it. They don't believe it. you got to believe. And let me tell you what, guess what the Holy Spirit does? The anointing of God helps us believe helps us run the race, helps us walk in that energy and that strength and that, that not giving up. So the anointing even helps us to believe. Praise God. So we see this as number six. And then number seven, he says in verse 25, I will set his hand over the sea and his right hand over the rivers. My mercy I will keep by my mercy I will keep for him forever and my covenant shall stand firm with him. You will, you, you will influence your world and the world beyond you. With this anointing, you're going to fulfill the divine purpose that God has put you here. See, God did not just put you here to be a consumer. You're not just here to inhale. Inhaling is a part of life, a very necessary part of life. But He has also given us the responsibility and the creative order to exhale. And all of the gardens and all of the trees, they need our ability to exhale so that they can do what they were created to do, so that we have the right stuff to inhale. It's the balance of life. And God says, with this anointing, as you go through life, you're not only going to be a consumer, you're not only going to be inhaling. And, and being part of the plan, he said, you're going to fulfill my whole plan for your life. That as you exhale, as you live your life, there's going to be a divine influence. There's going to be an updraft. There's going to be a lifting up that comes through your life to lift up the people around you. Your family is going to be better off because of the anointing. If you're a parent, your children are going to be better off because of the anointing. I'm telling you, if you're a grandparent, your your children and grandchildren are going to be better off because of the anointing. If you're a supervisor, or you're an employee, or you're a student, or you're a business owner, there's going to be a benefit of heaven that is going to influence all of those around you because of the anointing. Your employees are going to be blessed. Your, your co-workers are going to be blessed. Your fellow students are going to be blessed. Your professor is going to be blessed. Your students are going to be blessed. Whatever influence you have, this anointing is going to come in you and through you and lift in a supernatural way everybody around you. And they're going to want what's in you. They're going to want who is in you. And you're going to have an evangelistic opportunity to where your life will testify of the goodness of God and folks will want to come to serve the God whom you serve hallelujah but hallelujah yes you can give God praise for souls right now souls that will be saved folks that have been discouraged in years past because of maybe uh, uh, the, the the work of a church that was maybe out of order, things done in the name of the church that really wasn't the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, but they got a bad taste of the church and they're not involved in the church, they're going, to, they're going to get an updraft of the Holy Ghost, power, love, glory, and presence through your life in such a way they're going to say, I want to live and I want to learn and I want to become a disciple like you are and you'll be able to bring them to a healthy church so that they can grow in fellowship one with another as God has so ordained. Hallelujah. Now he says the world around you, but also the world beyond you will be unflown. When I look at all of these flags in this church, and I look at all these nations and all these people groups and all of these orphans and widows and these pastors that there are being trained there, the indigenous pastors being raised up, and I think about all of the humanitarian efforts and all that you and I here at Christian Embassy are allowed to participate in, there, it will take us a part of a long part of eternity to be able to see the scope of all the influence you've had in your serving and in your giving and in our concentrated efforts around the world. There will be people, I believe, by the hundreds of thousands that will be lined up coming to thank you because of your giving, because of your praying, because of your intercession, because of your life here. And maybe just, uh, the, uh, the, 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 what the nine, uh, I was going to say a uh, zip code, but we've got so many zip codes around here. I need to just say the 757 area. You may never leave the 757 area, and yet you're going to influence, I believe, hundreds and hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people because of our concerted efforts that we come together in. He says you'll have influence in the world around you and the world beyond you. That's what the anointing is going to do. Hallelujah. So I just kind of want to wrap uh, things up right here and tell you, as I study the anointing and as we welcome the Holy Spirit, we see in the Old Testament there were three basic groups that received the anointing of God. And it was the kings, the priests, and the prophets. And uh, as the kings and the priests and the prophets were anointed, we could sit back in Old Testament times and say, yes, I can understand why. But let me tell you, in 1 Peter 2 and 9, God says that we are now a royal priesthood. That we are now, we can't sit back and say, it's the king's job, that's the priest's job, that's the prophet's job. God has called us now to be kings and priests and prophets, every one of us. And through the work of the Holy Spirit, now He is anointing you with a kingly anointing. I want you to receive it this morning. He is anointing you with a priestly anointing. I want you to receive it this morning. And He is anointing you with a prophetic anointing. Yes, each and every one of you. And everyone that is tuned in on uh, Facebook or on our website or any other channel, let me tell you you what this anointing is for you as well and God wants you to know what it means your kingly anointing is for battle against temptation and battle against sin and battle against evil evil should not be able to do in this world anything it wants to do the Bible says that the rapture of the church is the thing that is going to have to take place where the church is removed before the enemy can fulfill his plan in that great tribulation time let me tell you what that means that we as a church that we have a position and in that position we have power that comes through an anointing uh, that holds back says that the antichrist cannot be manifest as long as we're here says the spirit of the antichrist is here But the Antichrist cannot do what he so desires to do because the church is still here. And until the rapture takes place, it's time we put on our big boy clothes and realize that God has given us a kingly anointing that you and I have authority and divine power to push back the gates of hell to churches to come against the gates of hell so that the gates of hell do not expand. Hallelujah. And you and I have that anointing if we welcome the Holy Spirit that kingly anointing. But He's also given us a priestly anointing that we can pray and that we can worship and that we can intercede. In the days of old, it took a priest to talk to God and mediate to God for man. But Jesus came in. The spotless Lamb of God gave His blood, gave His life and was a sacrifice final and and for all. So that now, that veil that separated us between God and us has been ripped in twain from the top to the bottom so that we can come boldly to the throne of grace. Hallelujah. You have a priestly anointing. Your prayers matter. Did you hear me? There's an anointing on God that when you pray, that anointing takes those prayers and reaches the four corners of the earth and that intercession is needed to bring forth the manifest of the glory of God. Your prayers are anointed. Hallelujah. But your worship is also anointed. God is a God who created us to worship Him, He desires our worship, and we don't need to come in with our hands held low and our face looking downcast, saying, "Let the let the uh, let the priest let the priestly anointing on the stage do whatever it is that God wants." God wants you to lift up your hands. God wants you to clap your hands. God wants to use your mouth to let out a hallelujah, glory to God. God is worthy. worthy 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 to receive all the glory and all the honor and all the praise there's a priestly anointing on you and god put it on you so that earth will bring forth a worship into heaven that is like a sweet incense coming before the nostril of god hallelujah we get to participate in that and then there's a prophetic anointing that is on each and every one of us some people say oh i just feel like god's called me to preach he has He's not only called you to preach, he's anointed you to preach. Because the word preach means proclaim. He wants you to proclaim his good word. He wants you to proclaim His good nature. He wants you to proclaim His name. He wants you to proclaim testimony, what He's done for you. He wants you to proclaim His promises that you learned. The world needs to hear. The world needs to hear. The Holy Spirit was hovering over this world. The Bible says darkness was over the face of the earth. There was It was without form. It was void. uh, And there was chaos. Sounds like a lot of our lives. I don't know if you're going into 2018 and... This, your 2018 it looks like your life is without form it's void, it's empty let me tell you what the Spirit of God was hovering over that the Spirit of God is hovering over you right now And then God said, Let there be light. When the Word came, when the Word came, the Spirit acted on the Word and brought forth the manifest of the will of God. Well, here today at Christian Embassy, I am providing the Word of God. God is providing, He's provided the Word. I'm just sharing it with you. And He's provided His same Holy Spirit. And He's hovering over your life. And let me tell you what, the Word of God, if you'll receive it, that God says, Let there be light in your life. Let there be oil order in your life. Let there be miracles in your life. Let there be joy in your life. Let there be healing in your life. Let there be prosperity in your life. Let there be blessings in your life. Let there be favor in your life. As I speak that word, as I say the word of God, the spirit of God, wherever that word will go and be received, the spirit of God will come and anoint and cause it to take place in and through your life. Hallelujah. There is a priestly anointing That you might speak forth the goodness of God, the word of God, and the promises of God. Speak them forth in your life. He said, speak to those things that are not as though they be and they will be. You have the creative, not you don't have the creative power, it's not you. You have the creative power of God in you. You have the creative power of God in you. That if you will speak to it, if you will speak it, you will see the power of God, bring it forth in your life speak the word of god speak the will of god speak the heart of god speak the mind of god and see the anointing of god come and bring it to supernatural manifest in jesus name father we just pray here this this morning we say help us lord to fulfill our kingly anointing that we can battle against sin and battle against evil that we can see that the evil tide is lessening rather than expanding because of us. And Lord, I pray that you would help us in our priestly anointing, Lord. That we would pray with in faith. We would worship in celebration, Lord God, in such a way that we bring the habitation of heaven here on earth. For you inhabit the praises of of your people. Lord God, help us in our prophetic anointing, I pray. Help us to bring the good news to the poor. Lord, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom to the captives, and to bring the oil of gladness instead of the the oil of mourning and despair. Lord, help us to turn their mourning into dancing by the word that we proclaim over their lives. Lord, your anointing brings benefits, great results in these areas of our life. Only if we surrender. You found your servant, David, surrendered and you anointed him. I pray this morning you will find your servants here, listening, tuned in, sitting here at Christian Embassy surrendered to you. Just tell him, Jesus, Jesus, I surrender my all. Just tell him, Jesus, I surrender my life. Come on, just tell him this morning, Lord, as I go into 2018, I welcome you, Holy Spirit. Just tell him, I welcome you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As you stand, as we prepare for our closing, before we close, I just feel so impressed in my heart for us to just move some moves I'm just going to say take a step forward and just come to this altar and this movement is saying God I'm moving the place where my feet were and setting them here at your altar to be established in your anointing so for everyone who wants to be established in his anointing I want you to just come around this altar and let's just stand and have our benediction here uh, here in the presence of the Lord Lord here we come Here we come around this altar, Lord God. Symbolic of us coming around your throne, Lord. Coming up to you this day, Lord. And saying, God, we've heard your word. We believe your word. We receive your word. Now we act on your word. Lord, I'm coming here. Lord, as my feet are standing around this, your altar today. Lord, I I pray right now that you would establish my feet. Establish my footsteps this year. Establish them, Lord God. I know I make my resolutions, and Lord, probably have already broken some of them here in just these few days into this new year. But Lord, I need your help to get me established with your anointing. That I can run through this year, Lord God, in such a way that I bring glory and honor to you, that I bring the manifest of heaven on earth, that I can be a participant of the supernatural divine plan that you have here on this earth and as you're standing here to be established just say lord i give my all to you i surrender my life to you surrender to his anointing say welcome holy spirit i welcome you lord if there's an area in your body that needs healing say i surrender this to you lord god lord this isn't this isn't lined up with your word this doesn't line up with your will. I see what the enemy's trying to do. He's trying to hurt me. trying to hinder me. But I know that you're a healing God. <laughs> Go and tell him. I know that you're a healing God. And you're anointing. Hallelujah. It's like a river can come and wash in all impurity. Can wash out all brokenness. Can wash out all infirmity and bring the life-fresh renewal that I need. So, Lord God, I give you... uh, The doctors told me that, uh, you know, I'm operating on just a small percentage of this organ. But, Lord God, we know you're you're the creator. And a creative miracle is as easy for you as as, as taking pain away. So, Lord God, we're not going to take that, that we're living on a certain percentage of that organ anymore or that part of our life. We're going to say the anointing of God has given me a full recharge. The anointing of God, the power of God, we can plug our phone in and expect that electricity to recharge it. Lord, we're going to have more faith in you than we have in that little piece of wire, that flimsy wire that we plug into our phones. We're going to have more faith in you to recharge us than that little wire to recharge that phone. So we're plugging into you right now. We're standing here at your your altar. We're establishing ourselves. We're plugging in. Come on, just say, God, I'm plugging in. I'm plugging in. Let your healing power flow through my body. Not only to purge out all infirmity, but to guard me against any future attacks of the enemy. Because that's one of the results of the anointing. Hallelujah. So here am I, God. And as you're established here, if you're having any financial challenges or or, or budgetary challenges, I want you to say, Lord, I want to establish myself right now with my finances and I'm not going to call them my finances anymore. Lord God, these are your your books. This is your finances. I'm here to do your work. I'm a steward and I want to be a good steward, Lord God. So Lord God, I'm going to lean on the instruction of your word and the leading of your spirit. And Lord God, I'm going to operate your books and your business in a divine way. (laughs) And that anointing that's going to come is going to bring blessing to all of those you have influence over. That's all those around you and to the uttermost parts of the world. Hallelujah. Say, Lord, I surrender all. I submit my life to you. So now come, Holy Spirit. Come into this servant's heart. Come into this servant's life. Come into my home and be the the king be the rule be the authority that i surrender to you holy spirit spirit of the living god i welcome you hallelujah father i just thank you right now for every heart for every prayer for every thought for every word spoken here this morning for each and every person on this altar, for each and every person that is in this congregation, for each and every person that's tuned in. Thank you, Lord. You love them so much. You love us so much that you are doing everything in your power to give us the most supernatural year we've ever experienced. The most prosperous year we've ever experienced. The most joyous year we've ever experienced. And Lord, we receive it. We're plugged in. We receive it as we welcome you, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. And everyone said,